This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Semper Fi Patriots, I am hoping you are enjoying your Saturday. The Gunny is absolutely enjoying his Saturday. I'm sitting here having a great time producing a podcast, smoking a really good cigar, just enjoying life. Going to present episode number six of the specter of communism so we can grab a gigantic understanding of what is going on in our country. It's not political. If it was political, then the country would be normal and things would be normal. But it's not political. It is infiltration of a culture change in our country. So today we're going to talk about political correctness. What does political correctness actually mean and how does it affect you? Thought Police, a couple podcasts before this one, we talked about thought control and how they control your mind and what they say is what you got to say. But there's more to it. It's called Thought Police, the people behind the scenes to ensure that your thoughts are not brought up into the media and or brought up into the conversation, which which we should be having according to a free speech society. Last but not least, going to bring you a bonehead. Don't want to miss this one. Brought this person on as a bonehead before. Matter of fact, I can probably do it many times with this individual as a bonehead award. Lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. This is the gunny. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it, We will not surrender for it now or ever. One of the righteous things that I do is research. I research the truth and bring you the truth so you don't have to do the research. The information that you get is from many different sources. However, it's the truth. And I will tell you when it's not the truth. And we're going to start this off by using a definition of political correctness from Wikipedia. Yes, Wikipedia, as we all know, the truth. Not. But this is how... This diversion of understanding terminology is twisted so that they have the upper hand in controlling your mind. And that's what Wikipedia does. It's supposed to be a place where true knowledge is there so you can make a determination. But I'm telling you, doing lots of research on Wikipedia... 
I'm surprised that anybody goes there for any truth because the way it is set up is anybody can post things there and they can actually change what's posted. Yeah, it's got to go through approval process, but you can. You can say, nope, you're wrong. This is what it really means. But the leftists own this organization and only the words that they say are real are going to be posted on there. So let's talk about the definition according to Wikipedia on political correctness. Political correctness is an adjectively politically correct common abbreviated. It is a term used to describe language, policies, or measures that are intended to avoid offense or disadvantage to members of a particular group in society. In public discourse and the media, the term is generally used as a projective with an implication that these policies are excessive or unwarranted. Since the late 1980s, the term has been used to describe a preference for inclusive language and avoidance of language or behavior that can be seen as excluding, marginalizing, or insulting to groups of people disadvantaged or discriminated against, particularly groups defined by uh, sex or gender. The early usage of the term politically correct by leftists in the 70s and 80s was a self-critical satire. A usage was ironic rather than a name for a serious political movement. It was considered in in joke among leftists used to satire those who became too rigid in their adherence to political orthodoxy. This is a lie. This is what they're saying. They're saying that the leftist was like, this is just a satire term. No, this is the whole foundation of leftism. And they continue. The modern projective use of the term emerged from conservative criticism of the new left in the late 20th century. This usage was popularized by a number of articles in the New York Times and other media throughout the 1990s, as was widely used in the debate surrounding Alan Bloom's 1987 book, The Closing of the American Mind. The term gained further currency in response to Roger Kimball's tenure radicals in 1990, and conservative author Denise D'Souza's 1991 book, Liberal Education. Commentators on the political left in the United States contend that conservatives use the concept of political correctness to downplay and divert attention from substantially discriminating behavior against disadvantaged groups. They also argue that the political right enforces its own forms of political correctness to suppress criticism of its favored constituents, and ideologies. In the United States, the term has played a major role in the culture war between liberals and conservatives. This is what they're good at. They created political correctness. They created this term. And now they're saying that the conservatives are the ones that are 
disusing the term and twisting it for what it means. No, the conservatives are opening the book and showing you what the leftists believe when it comes to political correctness. The specter of communism from the Epic Times gives us a great example of what real political correctness is. It equals identity, politics, and victimhood. This is the real truth about what political correctness is. So I'm going to read real quick a section of an article. It's, a, it's very long, but I'm going to read parts of it. Identity, politics, and the downfall of the modern left. This is from Town Hall. Paul Curry posted this on July 20th of 2019. As anyone paying attention to American politics for the last 50 years can attest, the left has abided by one basic principle which they never waver. Such is when you can't make a rational argument for or against something, make a racist or sexual one. Identity politics and perceived victimhood are the preferred weapons of the modern democracy or democratic party, and they wield them in defense of their positions more viciously than a mama grizzly protecting her cubs. He is so true. They are using this identity politics and victimhood as a weapon against everybody else in America. So I'm going to play a quick clip from the Epic Times, which is part of the specter of communism is ruling our world. Take a good listen at this. Political Correctness, The Devil's Thought Police Communist countries practice strict control over speech and thought. However, since the 1980s, another form of speech and thought control has appeared in the West. Thought police use the banner of, quote, political correctness to run amok in the media, society, and education system, using slogans and mass criticism to restrain speech and thought. Even though many have already felt the evil power of this control, they have not grasped its ideological origins. Phrases such as political correctness, together with progress, and solidarity have long been used by communist parties. Their superficial meaning is to avoid using language that is discriminatory towards minorities, women, the disabled, and others. For example, black people are to be called African Americans, American Indians are to be called Native Americans, illegal immigrants are to be called undocumented workers, and so on. However, the hidden implication behind political correctness is to classify individuals into groups according to their victim status. Those who are the most oppressed should, therefore, be accorded the most respect and courtesy. This judgment, rendered solely on one's identity and disregarding individual conduct and talent, is the basis of what's called identity politics. This style of thinking is extremely popular in the United States and other Western countries. According to such logic, black lesbians who are oppressed along vectors of race, sex, and sexual preference are ranked at the forefront of victimhood. At the other extreme, white heterosexual males are considered the most privileged and 
in the logic of victim politics, should be at the bottom of the totem pole. This type of classification is identical to what goes on in communist countries, where individuals were classified within the, quote, five classes of red or the, quote, five classes of black, according to their wealth and class status before the revolution. The Chinese Communist Party eliminated and oppressed landowners and capitalists because of their, quote, wrong class status, attacked intellectuals as the, quote, stinking old ninth, and chanted that, quote, the poor are the smartest, the nobles the dumbest. For complex historical reasons, including social and individual reasons, some groups have a lower political and socioeconomic position, which cannot be simply explained as oppression. But political correctness draws an artificial boundary in people's minds. It sets up an extreme, you're either with us or against us code of morality, where subscribing to political correctness is considered to be moral, while those who dissent are accused of being racist, sexist, homophobic, anti-Islam, and so on. As you can see, if you are going down the political correctness world and you're not in the same boat as the left, as they refer to political correctness, then they're creating an artificial boundary in your mind. You either are with us or against us. This is the code of their morality. They believe that there's only one way to think their way. That there's no other way to think as a human being. Communism at its best. Cannot explain it any better than that. Communism tells you what to actually think. And when you start thinking outside of that communist regime's box, they come after you. Which leads me to the thought police. So if you have a thought, you have a say, is it possible that there's a thought police out there that is going to stop you from saying what you're saying? We see it tremendously now. These are the people that are controlling the media, controlling social media, controlling the internet, so that they can stop you from saying anything and everything that they disagree with. So this is from, believe it or not, the New York Post. The thought police are seizing control of Americans' liberal newsrooms. The liberal newsrooms, as we know, now have thought police. The, the debate is no longer allowed in American liberal newsrooms, and the left has the scalps to prove it. See, it's real simple. They eat their own. Once they're done eating their own and filtering out their own in the media, then they're going to come after you. Employees of that crucible of democracy, the press, now see voices different from their own as a threat to be crushed. And the bosses don't dare tell them no. We need to pray for the republic. We also need to pray for the media to get their you-know-what out of their you-know-what. Because if they don't, they're going to drive the communist agenda 
until you accepted it and it goes down your throat. So let's think about the thought police. What are the thought police? I'm going to play an additional part of this clip from the Epic Times and maybe give you a better understanding of what the thought police really are. Universities, which should promote a culture of free expression, have become prisons for the mind. The world is silenced and unable to openly and sincerely grapple with a number of issues in politics, economics, and culture. In the name of political correctness, some organizations work to further push traditional religion out of the public sphere. Furthermore, some countries have expanded the definition of, quote, hate speech and implemented this expanded definition in law, thus using the law to force schools, media, and internet companies to conform. This is a step toward the same strictures on speech as found in communist states. After the 2016 U.S. presidential election, the United States became further divided. Protest marches erupted in major cities and violations of freedom of speech occurred with greater frequency. In September 2017, an appearance by conservative author Ben Shapiro, who had been invited to speak at the University of California, Berkeley, was derailed due to Antifa's threats of violence. Berkeley police stood ready and dispatched three police helicopters. The security measures were estimated to have cost more than $600,000. A reporter asked a young student protester, what about the First Amendment? To which the student replied that it was no longer a relevant document. Ironically, one signature event that marked the start of the student movement in 1964 was a fight for freedom of speech at Berkeley. These days, the left uses the right to speech in its attempts to deprive others of having a legitimate outlet for their own voice. In March 2017, American social scientist Charles Murray was invited to speak at Middlebury College in Vermont. While there, he was physically assaulted and an accompanying professor at the college was injured. In March 2018, tenured professor Amy Wax of the University of Pennsylvania School of Law was relieved of some teaching duties after publishing a politically incorrect article. Other organizations acting under the banner of opposing hate speech have labeled regular conservative groups as hate groups. In addition, there have been cases of conservative authors and scholars being threatened about speaking at or attending various events. The intrusion on freedom of speech by the left is not part of normal debate between people with differing ideas. Instead, it's about the specter of communism, using people with ill intent, provoking them to obscure the truth and suppress righteous, or at least normal, voices. Political correctness, in essence, is about substituting deviant political and moral standards for righteous ones. It is the devil's thought police. The political correctness and restrictions of free speech championed by the left are not intended to foster healthy debate between deferring viewpoints. They are ideological weapons used by those acting in bad faith. Political correctness is the communist specter's thought police for suppressing dissent and obscuring the truth. This is what they're good at, obscuring the truth. They turn and twist their narratives into the truth, and millions of people believe it. If you think for a second that a conservative in this country 
is not being converted on a daily basis by the media that they watch every day, then you need to think again. You need to talk to your family and get them off of the Main Street media. Tell them what you are being fed is the narrative of communism. It is a narrative of taking your free speech from you. It's that simple. The Bonehead Award for tonight is from NBC News YouTube channel. Yes, a major mainstream media news channel is bringing this bonehead to you. There are many clips I could play from AOC that would fit the Bonehead Award. However, this is one of the best that I have found, and it's recent because she is reacting to, quote, the Capitol insurrection riots that happened in D.C. And this is how they describe it. I thought I was going to die. AOC speaks out about Capitol riot on Instagram and NBC. Now, by the way, this channel, NBC YouTube, has 4.99 million subscribers. Good news is they don't have 40 million subscribers. That's the good news. But guess what? Trump has 75 million subscribers. That is the real good news. So take a good listen to this Bonehead Award for today. I had a pretty traumatizing event happen to me. Um, and I do not know if I can even disclose the full details of that event due to security concerns. But I can tell you that I had a very close encounter where I thought I was going to die. Um, and you have all of those thoughts um, where, you know, at the end of your life and all of these thoughts come rushing to you. And um, that's what happened to a lot of us on Wednesday. Um, and I thought I, I, I did not think, I did not know if I was going to make it to the end of that day alive. Wednesday was an extremely traumatizing event. Um, and it is not an exaggeration to say that many, many members of the house were nearly assassinated. Um, it's just not an exaggeration to say that at all. Uh, we were very lucky um, that things happened within certain minutes that allowed members to escape the, cap the, the house floor unharmed. If you are in fear of your life in America, especially as a legislator in the Capitol, let me tell you something else. I would love to take this person, this, quote, American legislator, fly her to Somalia, Mogadishu, Somalia, drop her off for a week, and she'll be screaming to come back to the United States because then she will understand what it really means to be scared for your life. These people did not have guns. If they did, 
It was a very, very few. And they had no intention of going into that capital to assassinate anyone. They just wanted you, AOC, representative of New York, to hear my voice. And because you refuse to listen to the conservatives of America, this is what happened. There are some groups that were part of that, that was planned, absolutely believe that. But overall, we're Americans. I was there, seen it, understand the voices of the millions of us that were there. They are not listening to America. They're listening to the communists. They're listening to control your thoughts and your mind and drive this political correctness down your throat. And it is dangerous for this country. Very dangerous. I ask you, please share this podcast to everyone you know on any social media platform that you haven't been kicked off yet. You are the patriots of America, and there are many more like you in your contacts that want to hear the truth and get educated on the communism that is happening in America. So share it so they can get on the podcast and understand what the truth is. They don't have to do the research. I do it for them. It's time we all come together and understand the real issues we are facing with communism. And unless we share it as a community of Americans, they will win this battle. Because by the time the rest of them realize it, it's going to be too late. Call your congressman. Send them a letter. Whatever it takes, let them know, I understand the communism that is happening. What are you going to do about it? Because they can. They can change the laws. They can protect your state. They can stand up for you and the American values and ensure that the Republic of the United States will continue and people will still be free. Every single one of us, whether we like them or not, whether you like a leftist or not, they need to be free. They need to live in a country where they can say whatever they want without anyone stopping them from saying it. Freedom of speech, number one, Amendment to the Constitution in 1887 or 1787. Now we know why, because it is the foundation of this country. And until the American people stand up for the Constitution, everyone stand up for the Constitution, this is what we're facing. So stand up, show up, and speak up. This is the gunny out.